All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unbiased Football Talk. My name is Ian. Uh, we do not have James tonight. James is busy doing some family things, so it's just me and Big Mike tonight. So, hey, Big Mike, say hello to everybody. How's it going, man? Hey, uh, we've got a Vikings-Raiders connection right, right now, man. I love it. You know, pillaging just for fun right now. I love it. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, it's kind of like the the AF, like they're the same team, you know. They're the same team, and the Vikings are the Raiders, the AFC. You know what I mean? The... Yeah, I mean, even quarterbacks are similar, man. Like you know, Cousins, Carr, they both don't really get enough credit where they deserve it. And yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's similar, you know, parallels there. And uh, I do want to give a shout out to James, though, man. Um, we do miss you on the show. Um, this this man is really good at analytics, and I want to put that out there, man. You know, he he makes me seem like I feel like a damn caveman talking football when he <laughs> he starts spitting, man. Like I don't know shit about foot uh, football now at this point when he when he starts talking, man. And it, it's yeah, I, a brilliant mind, and uh, we're gonna miss him for this show for sure. Yeah, definitely. So if you were expecting some DraftKings stuff this episode, I'm uh, I I'm sorry to disappoint, but that's not my thing, and. Um, but hey, anyway, so what we're going to do tonight, we're going to sit to our little, we're going to highlight, uh, four teams or I'm sorry, four games, and then we're going to get into our quick picks. And then hopefully we have some time at the end of the show to where I can try to stump Mr. Mike on a NFL player, name that player. I don't know though. We'll see. Mike's, Mike's kind of a brilliant mind, but, uh, we're going to start with the, the Buccaneers and the Pats. Because everyone is naming this game the quote-unquote revenge game. I don't personally like that. I don't I don't understand the revenge game part of it. But Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it, it either. Hey, whatever. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, led by Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, are going into New England, Foxborough, Gillette, whatever you want to call it, uh, to face off tomorrow. So I just want to... Kind of talk about the injury report first. So for the Buccaneers, we got Giovanni Bernard running back, running back out. Jamal Dean cornerback out. Rob Gronkowski is out tomorrow. Oh Jason, wow! Okay. Yeah, that's that's big. That's huge. He is out. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, he is out tomorrow, and then the cornerback Carlton Davis is listed as questionable. So who knows there? As far as the Patriots go, their kicker. Nick Folk, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not quite sure that's their kicker still, but he is listed as, as questionable. Uh, James White is on the IR, so they are without him. J.C. Jackson is questionable tomorrow, which does not look good because also out tomorrow is Stefan Gilmore. Uh, Kyle Van, Noor, Van Noy is also listed as questionable. So I'm going to pass it on to Mike to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New England Patriots. Tampa Bay is currently sitting at a seven-point favorite. Mike, what do you got? Yeah, you know, let's get rid of let's get rid of this uh, talk with Tom Brady. Okay, yeah, he's he's coming back to where he used to play. Uh, he's gonna break the all-time t- uh, yardage record. He's gonna he's gonna look good along the way. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? This game is coming down to Tampa Bay's defense versus Pat's offense. That's where the the bread is going to be buttered for this game. 
you know, uh, Tampa Bay, their defense looks a little looks a little rough so far, but they've played some tough opponents on offense with the Cowboys, even the Falcons. They look pretty good on offense in that game and last week versus the Rams. Uh, so they're they're giving up 29.3 points per game, which is 28th in the league. So this is looking a little bit tough. Uh, they only have three sacks this season. So uh, they're 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 looking a little bit tough on defense. But I think this is the game where they rebound versus uh, uh, a Pats offense who who's allowed uh, 16 quarterback pressures in the uh, in the last game with zero sacks. But, you know, they're showing vulnerability on that offensive line. Uh, the matchup I do want to see is uh, Vita Vea versus Indomit- Vita Vea and Indomitian Sue versus that guard, Michael Onwenu, who has a, a, a blocking uh, PFF grade of 90, which is really good. Uh, Vita Vea is he's clogging up a gap on both ends and B gap. He's just he's just a wall, basically. And Indomitian Sue is is uh, a borderline hall of famer so it's going to be a good matchup to see that's going to be a good battle to see uh but at the end of the day um uh, you know i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick the, the the bucks defense to rebound in this game five sacks in this game and i see him uh, getting a defensive score too so um, okay you know, it, it, they they're gonna rebound for this game. They're 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 hungry to get uh back on the board and get back in the uh, on the good side of uh of uh, people's eyes and minds and hearts. So, yeah, I got I got Tampa Bay covering that seven point uh, spread and winning thirty one to fourteen. Okay, I like that. So, yeah, I think that Tampa Bay's defense definitely recovers in this game. They're playing against an offense that only averages 18 points per game so you know maybe that's you know that maybe this is the rebound game that that uh tampa bay is looking for on defense um that tampa bay's defense does look shaky though on the secondary their defensive line and their uh linebackers are are stout but their secondary has been beat up all year so bad that they needed to go pick up old richard sherman i don't know how much he's going to play tomorrow, if he's going to be a, a factor at all. Maybe he's on a snap count. He's only been with the team for a few days, so we'll see there. Um, but as far as their offense, man, they got to get the run game going. Tom Brady can't lead the the freaking team in, in, in rushing yards again. Let's be honest. Never again, man. <laughs> Dude, come <laughs> on. Did he uh, – That was, I want to look up the stat after, the game, after we uh, finish tonight, but do you think Tom Brady ever led the – New England Patriots in rushing in his career with the New England Patriots? I don't even think he led Michigan in, in rushing offense <laughs> or even his high school. I think that was the first time in his probably ever, to be honest with you. Seriously. So they got to get the run game going. You know, um, they got to get that going. He can't lead the team in rushing yards, but they're coming off a loss. So this is going to add more fuel to the fire of Brady's return. I'm not calling it a revenge game. I'm calling it a return to Gillette slash Fox River, whatever you want to call it. Um, So that's going to be huge. So as far as the New England Patriots defense, they got to do exactly what the Rams did last week. And yes, the Rams gave up 24 points to Brady's offense last week. But what they did was they took away everything deep. They took away everything deep and forced Brady to do his little dink and dunk passes and 
um, ultimately won the game. So the Patriots need to do that uh, tomorrow to be successful. And you know what? Here's a, here's a good stat. So Tom Brady averaged 8.6 uh, air yards per pass, which is his lowest since 2020 week two. So if the Patriots want to be successful, they got to do that as well. Without Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson being questionable, I don't know how successful they're going to be in that, but that's what they got to do with with Brown, Antonio Brown coming back and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, it doesn't matter that Gronk's out. Let's be honest. I mean, you can he'll get O.J. Howard or Cameron Bray or whoever the hell the tight end is. They'll he'll get him and them involved. So um, their offense has to be explosive to beat them. They have to. They have to come yeah. out hot. They can't, they can't come out slow. They can't be trying to run the ball with – who is it? Who's their – Damian Harris. They can't Damian be trying Harris, to run the yeah. – they got to come out hot, man. They got to come out swinging. Um, that being said, I, I don't – I don't see the Pats um, winning this game, but I also don't see the Bucks covering. I'm going to take the Bucks winning, but I'm going to take them 24 to 20. Sounds good. That I mean, I can see that too if uh... – if uh, Mac Jones can get that offense going with Hunter Henry and John U. Smith early, um, I mean the key is going to be those you know quick three step drops and and getting rid of that ball really quick to to avoid that rush because you know the, this defense is hungry and they're that front seven they they want to make a name for for themselves in this year so yeah uh, that's the this way I see them keeping that game close is you know um, getting getting those tight ends involved early and often. So, yeah, I can see it going that way, but I, I just really – I put my money on the Tampa Bay defense um, uh, getting getting in and, and getting after uh, Mac Jones, rookie quarterback, remember. So um, he hasn't seen a defense like this before. He hasn't seen a Super Bowl-caliber defense. So, uh, yeah, I, I see them finally uh, opening up the floodgates and getting after him in this one. Absolutely. If you're looking for a flex receiver this week, um, Nelson Aguilar, your old buddy from last year. Oh, man. Hey, the ten, like I said, Tampa Bay's secondary is beat up. So I could see him being, if you're looking for a last-minute flex, if your team is is hurt, you got a lot of injuries, Nelson Aguilar could be a guy that you want to throw in a flex. But let's move on to our next game we want to highlight. The San Francisco 49ers are playing the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks are coming off of a horrible loss to my Minnesota Vikings. As of right now, the San Francisco are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. As far as injuries goes, the Seattle Seahawks are going to be without tight end Gerald Everett, offensive tackle Brandon Shell, obviously Rashad Penny still on IR. Um, excuse me if I pronounce this name incorrectly, but... Uh, defensive end Benson Mayowa. There you go. He is also out tomorrow. And then um, Tyler Lockett is listed still as questionable with a hip injury. So I um, we'll see what happens there. Also, I believe that um, DK Metcalf was dealing with a foot or something this week. So, But he is not on the injury report, but that is definitely something to watch. As far as the San Francisco's injury report, I mean, this is a never-ending story for the San Francisco 49ers. I feel like I feel like they're they've been hurt the last since the Super Bowl game. But yeah. they have Devontae Harris, cornerback on IR, Kawan Williams, cornerback out, 
George Kittle is listed as questionable still. Elijah Mitchell, I believe he is out. I'm reading questionable on this injury report, but I believe he is out tomorrow. And then cornerback Josh Norman is listed as doubtful. So, Mike, what you got? Yeah, my my eyes are going to be on this uh, Seattle offensive line. Like, I mean, I've been saying this on a weekly basis, it almost seems like I don't have any confidence in them con- uh, protecting uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, he, they, they haven't protected him this whole this whole season. They haven't protected him last season. Um, I see the 49ers front uh, front uh, the defensive line getting after getting after uh, Russell Wilson, forcing him to throw quick passes uh, compounded with that. Like, as you said, Lockett's going to be questionable with a hip. So even if he does play, I don't see him uh, putting up big numbers in this game. Uh, DK, he was like, like he says, dealing with a foot. Anytime you're dealing with a foot, regardless of if you're going to play or not, I mean, he's not going to be at 100% with the speed. And he's more of a vertical threat more than anything. He's not the greatest route runner. So uh, those two aspects of the game are taken out. So that secondary kind of gets a break from that. They, they, they get a pass because they have been struggling, that 49ers secondary. So, yeah, uh, I, I see that secondary, and I see that defense making enough plays to win this game. Um, and I got the 49ers winning 30-23. to 23. All right, okay. Um, so both these teams are coming off of losses. Uh, like I said, Seattle's coming off a loss uh, in Minnesota. And San Francisco is coming off of a home loss to the Green Bay Packers. Um, you gave Aaron Rodgers 37 seconds. What were you doing? <laughs> but, hey, that, that game came down to the fact that Kyle Shanahan was not aggressive in the first half. He was not. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you were wanting to beat Seattle coming off a loss at one and two, you are going to have to be aggressive. You have to get Trey Sermon going or... Oh, yeah. Enter running back's name going. Okay. Yeah. I don't, you have to get that, that running back going. George Kittle, dude, where you at, buddy? Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he's been missing. He's been missing. I mean, he, he's considered a top three tight end. Where have you been? Where exactly. And maybe they're doing more blocking schemes with him. I don't know, but yeah. they got to get him going in the pass game. Come on, Jimmy, stay, just do what you're doing, man. Stay efficient. Um, he did throw an interception last week to Jair or Jair Alexander picked him off last week. It was a great thrown pass by uh, Jimmy, but Jimmy stay efficient. Keep doing what you're doing. San Francisco needs to get Trey Sermon going, George Kittle and Brandon. IU going tomorrow. Um, Seattle, their secondary needs to be better. They were carved up last week against Kirk cousins and the Minnesota Vikings offense. Um, but I'm not going – I can't bet against Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll to be one and three. I can't. I just think there's no way – I think they're they're pissed off. They're, Russell Wilson's not happy with the way they played last week. They're not happy with the fact that they, they've lost two in a row. Uh, they were up big against Tennessee two weeks ago. They ended up losing to them in overtime. Um, I'm not betting against that. I'm picking Seattle to win 20-17. to 17. Oh, man. You know what? And – this is a divisional game, and I know we're going to talk about the Chargers and Raiders a little bit later, but I like to compare the Seahawks, 49ers, Chargers, and Raiders. It, it, they, they have 
similar characteristics when they play each other. It's like you know you're going to get a close game. It's going to mm-hmm. come down to the wire, and 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 this is going to show that that's true for this one. It, it's going to be a close game, I think, regardless of the record and regardless of what's going on with the teams. You're going to get a close game with these two. Historically, you've you've seen it, overtime games, final possession games, uh, that that you're going to see it. Uh, I, I do want to add, uh, if if Garoppolo is struggling in this game, do you do you bring in do you bring in the rookie, is, is, or is that too early? Uh, so this is a a question that I really wish that James was here for. But look, if he was ready, he'd be playing. Right. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? If it's true. Like I love the guy. Um, you know, I have a lot of family that are NDS or North Dakota State fans. Um, so I, I do love the guy. I think he's a lot better coming out than uh, Carson Wentz was. But if he was ready, he would be playing. I mean, Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. <laughs> Let's be honest. So I don't know. I don't think that the. I don't think that the 49ers are in a position where they they have to make that move right now. You know what I mean? If they lose to Seattle tomorrow they're only what two and two so it's it's still pretty early but I don't think so man what what do you think yeah I have to agree with you I mean it's it's not like the situation in Chicago where you have a quarter a coach who doesn't seems to not really know what he's doing and for and, now and, for about 12 yeah, for now, hours for about 12 hours right <laughs> and uh <laughs> I mean, it's not that kind of situation. This is this is a this is a coach who should possibly have two rings, so he seems to be knowing what he what what he's doing. So I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. And and Jimmy G has been he's been efficient. And I mean, quarterbacks are gonna throw interceptions in this league, and, you know. And it's you know it's unfortunate that you know his, that pass was you know dropped as good as it was, um, but yeah. It, I agree. You, you, you roll with uh, Garoppolo for the rest of the season and see what happens after that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't I think that it's there's if he was ready, he'd be playing. But let's move on to our next highlighted game. Another NFC West matchup. I'm going to call Ooh, this. Wait. I'm going to call this another what you would call it a slobber knocker. Oh, the, yeah. The Arizona Cardinals are traveling to Los Angeles to face Matthew Stafford and the Los Angeles Rams. So, currently the Rams are sitting at four and a half point favorites. Arizona's injury report isn't looking too terrible. Um, Kelvin Beecham, offensive tackle, is listing as listed as questionable. Charles Washington, the safety, is, is on the IR. Eno Benjamin, the running back, is out. And this is kind of funny. When I was looking at this game, I saw this. Josh Dotson is out. I didn't even know Josh Dotson was still in the league. But yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, he was a, a member of the Minnesota Vikings for about five minutes one, a couple years ago. But um, So he's listed as out. I don't think it matters because they have A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore. It doesn't matter. They have a stacked receiver core. So uh, the Rams... Justin Hollins is listed is on the IR. He's a linebacker. Their guard Tremaine Ancrum Jr. is on the IR. 
Tutu Atwell, the receiver, is listed as questionable, and Daryl Henderson is still listed as questionable, so who knows what happens there. Mike, what do you have for this slobber knocker? This game is the heavyweight bout of the week. I'm excited. I want to watch this game. I'm going to watch the whole game. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. This Absolutely. Is, Absolutely. And, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's juicy, man. And this, we're going to see what Arizona's made of. Um, you know, at the beginning of the season, we, we did say that the NFC West is probably the toughest division in the league, and it's showing to be so. But did we expect the Cardinals to be as good as they are? I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I had them as maybe third, fourth best in the league, but they look like a possible Super Bowl contender. Honestly, they have they have the offense, they have the defense to you know to go with it with Chandler Jones leading the way, and they they look great. Um, we're gonna see where they stand in this game. Um, I see the Rams uh, coming out a little flat. I mean, they they had a big game against Tampa Bay that was a prove. We're proving that we're here to to take over the NFC kind of game, and they succeeded. But now they got Arizona, might be some sort of letdown. They might come out a little bit flat. So I can see I can see Arizona winning this game. But I got I got my guy Matt Stafford as my front runner for MVP right now. I think he's going to win the MVP this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you I know you have Kyler Murray, and I mean we might look back at this game and saying, hey. This game decided who won the MVP. Yeah, you know, I when the season started, I, I had Josh Allen win the MVP, and then I then I changed my mind and went to Kyler Murray just because he's been outstanding on every throwing the ball, running the ball. It doesn't matter, evading pressure, whatever. Matt Stafford, if you told me right now Matt Stafford is MVP through three weeks, okay, I believe you. Um, yeah. This I. I love what is going on with the Los Angeles Rams. This is exactly what Sean McVay has been trying to do for four years or five years, however long he's been there. Um, Unfortunately, Jerry Goff is not Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford looks fantastic in this offense. Um, Cooper Cup looks, I mean, is he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, him and uh, Robert, whatever, Robert Woods, they look great. Um, their run game obviously is a little bit of questionable with Daryl Henderson being questionable, but and then Cam Anchors went out earlier this off season. So, but I love I love what's going on in the Rams. Um, they're they're an injury away from being terrible on defense. Yeah, I'm, they are. If I'm being honest, like they're yeah. If if um if Jalen Ramsey goes down, they're they're done. Um, yes. But as far as the the Cardinals go. They're stacked. They're, their offense is stacked. Their running game is a little iffy. They got the running back by committee. Um, but it doesn't matter when you have Kyler Murray who can make any throw in the world and you have a top three receiver in the league with DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Rondell Moore, rookie receiver. He looks he looks great. AJ Green's having like a career resurgence all of a sudden, and he looks he looks great. This game is going to be so much fun to watch. I cannot wait to watch this. I hope I watch this tomorrow happy because the Vikings win. Yeah. <laughs> Just so yeah. I, can, I can flip from the Vikings game to this game and watch the Rams win. 
I am taking the Rams to win this game. Um, four and a half point favorites. I don't know if I'm going to take him to cover, but I am going to take him to win. Who do you got winning this game, Mike? Okay, yeah, I got, I got, I also got the Rams. I think they're going to rebound from being coming out flat early, and uh, four and a half point favorites. They, I, they're not going to cover, but is there? It's going to be a four point game. They're going to, it's going to be thirty one twenty seven. Okay, I like that score. I like that score. Um, this is definitely going to be the slobber knocker of the week, man. Oh but yeah, absolutely. Moving on to our last highlighted game, we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Mike's Las Vegas Raiders traveling oh, to yeah. the Los Angeles Chargers to play Justin Herbert, the reigning rookie of the year. Um, right now, the Los Angeles Chargers are three-point favorites. As far as the Los Angeles Chargers injury report, they have Ryan Smith, the cornerback on IR. They have Kenneth Murray Jr., the linebacker, who is questionable. Chris Harris Jr. is also listed as questionable. Justin Jones, the defensive tackle, is listed as out. And then something that is huge, huge, is Brian Bulaga, their offensive tackle, is on the IR. But we will get in. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, the Raiders, Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders. Gerald McCoy is on the IR. Jalen Richard is on the IR. Josh Jacobs is listed as questionable. I haven't seen any more updates on him. Mike, let's hear what you got to say about your Raiders. Raiders win. Raider Nation for life. 17 and 0. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is called uh, no, this is called unbiased football talk. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to start with the defense, man. Um, the Raiders defense. Uh, this game is going to come down if they can get pressure on on Justin Herbert. Uh, and they, they've shown that they can get pressure on anybody in this league. And it stars Max Crosby, who is having a all pro season so far. Uh, he's leading the league with 25 quarterback pressures. He looks great. On the other side, you got uh, uh, Yannick Ngakwe. He doesn't have any sacks yet, but every play he's out there, he's getting close to that quarterback, and he's he's causing that quarterback to get rid of the ball early. So it's he, he's looking good right now. We got uh, Solomon Thomas, who's having a resurgence in his career, and he's leading the team with three sacks. That front four looks great, and I think that they can give Justin Herbert some fits. Uh, he's he's been. He's been uh, getting a little uh, uh, iffy with the ball, so I, I see him, you know, possibly throwing a couple of interceptions to that to that great uh, secondary. And I say great, I don't I don't use it loosely because uh, Casey Hayward is he has the best cover grade, PFF cover grade in the league, ninety point two. Uh, he only has one catch on him, uh, negative one yards, and that was a safety, and he made the tackle, so he looks great. Nate Hobbs, our our, uh, our rookie slot corner, he's he he looks like he looks like a he looks like a a, a grizzled vet out there. He looks like he 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 knows knows what he's doing out there. He has a seventy nine point nine cover grade, which is best among rookies. Uh, Jonathan Abram is playing under control. He's more of a box safety right now, so he's more of in his element. And uh, Trayvon Merrick is yet to be tested, so. That's the, the defense looks good, uh, but this is going to be the best defense that they have seen, the best offense they have seen this year. 
with the Chargers, who's ranked ninth in the league. So it's going to be a tough test. Casey Hayward, uh, this matchup versus Keenan Allen is one that I'm really looking at. Uh, Keenan Allen's been everywhere on the field. Um, and I, I would like to see him go against Casey Hayward. This is kind of a, you know, we talked about revenge game. <laughs> this is kind of a revenge game for Casey Hayward coming from the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, are, yeah. when you were mentioning Casey Hayward, I was like, didn't he play, wasn't he like fantastic with the Chargers for a couple of years? Yeah, yep. And he's he's having he's having another Pro Bowl type season. Um, and yeah, they, it, I mean, I can't ask much more from him. He's doing He's he's playing great, and him versus Keaton Allen is something I'm really looking forward to. Uh, I do see Jared Cook getting uh, having a big game for this one. Uh, last week they played uh, when the when the Raiders played the Miami Dolphins. Mike Gesicki had a big game. Um, he had I believe he had eight catches. I don't know the amount of yards, but he he was he was everywhere on the field. So it looks like they're a little bit weak on defense as far as covering tight ends so far. So I'm seeing Jared Cook, maybe a touchdown, a few catches here and there. So, uh, and uh, Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield is a big problem too. I mean, he has six catches versus the Chiefs. I can see him having another six catches and and making a splash in that offense. Uh, another matchup I do want to see is uh, Rashawn Slater. Uh, you know, I'm a big offensive lineman fan. I love the offensive line and. I'm I I'm really looking forward to seeing him going against Max Crosby or Yannick Ngakwe. Uh, if he has a great game, I'm crowning him Rookie of the Year. I don't know if you agree with me on that one. It's about time we need a, a, a an offensive tackle who is the second most important player on an offense to get consideration for Offensive Rookie of the Year. I don't know if you agree with me on, on that one, but that's that's what I, I mean. See I, I can't I can't uh, disagree with you. I, I he to me, is the front runner right now. Uh, number two would probably be Jamar Chase or somebody like that, but uh, it'll probably go to Trevor Lawrence. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Let's be you honest. You have a few. Yeah, you have a couple of like three uh, hundred yard games, and then like boom, yeah, you won. You you won off but his rookie year. He's zero and four. The rookie quarterback class is terrible. We'll get into that into our in in our next episode, but yeah. It's stupid how they do it. And I did mention earlier that Justin Herbert is the reigning rookie rookie of the year. I know this is called unbiased football talk, but it should have been Justin Jefferson. But anyway, continue. Oh, Mike. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Before I'm, I get I'm too in deep you. in that. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, I, I, I digress on that one, man. So, yeah, I'm going to go into the real quick, the, the uh, Raiders offense. I mean, look. Enough has been said about Derek Carr at this point. He's he he won AFC Offensive Player of the Month. He looks great. He's an MVP candidate so far. Um, one thing I don't think that uh, you may know, but he he uh, produced four 200-yard receivers so far this season. That's amazing. I mean, it, it, at it's this impressive. pace, he's yeah, it's very impressive. And and at, he's on pace to having four 1,000-yard receivers at this point. Now I don't think that he's going to have that at the end of the season but when you have two when you have four 200 yard plus receivers at, at this point of the season that's very impressive man and he, he looks great uh but i do see the the raiders running the ball early in this game uh just because the the chargers defense in rushing is last in the league at 170 yards per game 
So the Raiders are looking to run. That's what John Gruden wants to do anyway. And I, I'm not going to get into John Gruden because he, he, you know, he can't help but to get in his own way sometimes. But in this case, he's going to have to run the ball heavy. I think that's where the vulnerability is for that Chargers defense. So look for look for if, if Jacobs plays, you see him. See a lot of heavy uh, Peyton Barber, who had a great game against the Dolphins last week at uh, 111 yards, 23 carries, got a couple catches from the backfield. So he he, he looks good uh, straight off the practice squad. So, you know, the, the run game is going to get going. Um, I see a typical Raiders game here. Heavy Waller, heavy Renfro, Ruggs long if available, Edwards long if available. Um, shootout, I see a shootout. This game is going to be uh, won at the end by Derek Carr. Uh, solidifying his spot as the front runner for MVP. This point of the season, Raiders win 35-31. Okay, well, I'm going to start off my take on this game to say that the Raiders will be 4-0. Um, I don't have them winning that high of a shootout. It is going to be a shootout, but I got the Raiders winning 27-24. The biggest thing to me is Brian Belaga being out is going to be huge, man. Max Crosby and Yannick, whoever is playing on that side, is going to terrorize Justin Herbert. Theoretically. Whoever's coming in to play back up to them, you know, hopefully they can cover him or uh, block Max Crosby and and Yannick. But I, I see a big game from Yannick. I think this is going to be the coming out game. He had a great game in week one against um, uh, Baltimore. He didn't get any sacks, like you said, but he was super disruptive, and I think he's going to do the same this week. Um, I really didn't put down many notes on this because you you covered it. You're a Raiders fan. You know what it is. Um, Derek Carr, stay doing what you're doing, man. Get the ball to Darren Waller. Oh, yeah. and then pick pick whatever receiver you choose, whether it's Edwards or Ruggs or Renfro. I don't give a damn. But get the ball to Darren Waller. If the Chargers are smart, they'll double him with a safety and a linebacker, um, which I, I do think that's going to happen because Darren Waller is somebody you have to pay attention to. Which, hey, that opens up the run game. To whoever's running the ball to the, for the Raiders, whether it be Josh Jacobs or Peyton Barber or whoever the hell they have, because I feel like they have 20 running backs on that team. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, I do have the Raiders winning 27-24. I love what they're doing out there in Vegas, not Oakland. I'm not calling them Oakland anymore. I'm doing my best. Uh, Raiders are 4-0, 27-24. You yeah. Got anything that- uh, you know, yeah, I got a little bit, man. You know what? Uh, I'm kind of concerned for our offensive line. This is I stand by this. Uh, I think that's going to be our downfall at the end of the season. We can't get the offensive line together. We're going to lose a a game where we should probably win. And if we are lucky enough to get to the playoffs this year, they're going to lose because of that offensive line. Now, I I I speak like I want to put the focus on Andre James. I'm calling him out, man. He's our center. He's ranked 33rd out of. 33 teams out of all out of all uh, 33 centers in this league right now. That that's really bad. There's 32 teams in the league right now. <laughs> <laughs> so so you could do the math. I mean, it's simple math right there. He's a turnstile right now, and I, I'm I'm very concerned 
the Dolphins, they were blitzing up the middle and exposing him big time, uh, which was the reason why Carr threw a pick six in that, in, uh, in that game. I mean, he was getting pressured in the middle. He couldn't see his uh, he couldn't see his tight end, and he got picked, took to the house. So, yeah, this offensive line, I'm I'm a little I'm a little uh, concerned about, but uh, so far so good. Uh, and I think they'll do just enough to get this win, um, and and give Carr enough time to get rid of that ball and final drive and win that game. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, go Raiders! I I love this matchup, man. I, I don't hate either team, so yep. I'm rooting for the Raiders. So let's go. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, our quick picks of this week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to list the game, uh, list who is the favorite, and then Mike, you go, and then I'll go. So let's start off with Washington against Atlanta. Washington is a one-point favorite. Mike, who do you have? Yeah, Washington covers big time on that one. 23-13 final score. Yeah, this is a pillow fight. I don't care who wins this game. Washington wins. <laughs> Next game, we're going to go to Mr. Matt Nagy with the Chicago Bears <laughs> for about oh, 12 more hours yep. against the Detroit Lions right now. Chicago is listed at a tw- uh, two-and-a-half point favorite. Mike, let's hear it. Yep, dead man walking for Matt Nagy. Um, Detroit wins this game 28-20. to 20. Don't be surprised to see him not on the sideline in the third quarter. Yeah, I'll take that score too. Um, Chicago is going to fire Matt Nagy. I don't care what you say about your, oh, your owners don't fire coaches. They're going to fire Matt Nagy. Detroit beats Chicago. Next game, you got Tennessee against the New York Jets. Tennessee Titans are six and a half point favorites. Mike. Yeah. You know what? Uh, no, no Julio Jones, no AJ Brown, but it's going to be heavy. Derrick Henry. Um, I got 28 to 10 uh, Titans. Yeah. This is the only game that if, <laughs> if I was going to bet, I'd, I'd, I'd bet this game uh, jets, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Titans win this game. Uh, next game, you got Cleveland Browns going to Minnesota to play my Vikings. Right now, Cleveland is a two-point favorite on the road. What you got? Man, I wanna I wanna pick Minnesota for this one, man. I really do. I love what Kirk Cousins is doing this season. Uh, but I think he's gonna come up short in the final drive, and I got Cleveland winning on the road 28-23. Yeah, there's a lot of <sighs> quote-unquote revenge games this week and this was another quote-unquote revenge game Kevin Stefanski the head coach of the Cleveland Browns you know is it a revenge game I only if he thinks he should be the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings I think he has a great game plan coming into this game um when I talked to you yesterday I know I picked the Cleveland Browns but I spoke to a couple people and they convinced me otherwise oh man yeah I got to take them. I got to take my boys. Minnesota wins this game. Kirk Cousins is, this is October, man. This is Kirktober. You know how it is. You know it, man. Let's go. You know how he is in October. He was great in September. Why not continue? As long as the secondary can, you know, Bashad Breeland isn't the 
108th ranked cornerback out of 108 on pro football focus like he is right now. I think Minnesota can can win this game. So I'm going to take Minnesota to win this game, but we'll see. Next game, we got Indianapolis against Miami. Right now, Miami is a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I think uh, I think Miami threw their best punches last week against the Raiders. I, I got I got this weird feeling that Indianapolis is going to come come in there and win this game, sixteen to thirteen, low scoring game. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Indianapolis as well. Miami is the thirty first ranked uh, offense. Indy is Indy. I don't think Indy really has any business being zero and three. So yeah. I take them to be one and four. Um, next, we got. This could be another slobber knocker for you. You got Carolina and Dallas. Right now, Dallas is a five-point favorite. What you got? Yeah, this could possibly be the game that steals the show. You might look back at this week and be like, man, that was a hell of a game. Game of the week. Uh, but I got I got Dallas winning this game 31-24. Uh, to 24. Yeah, I'll take that score, too. I, I like Dallas. I still have them winning the terrible East, so go Dallas. Yeah. I'll never say that again. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Please don't. Uh, next game, we got the New York Giants against the New Orleans Saints. Right now, the Saints are seven-point favorites. Yeah, I got the Saints winning. This is a home uh, opener for them. Uh, I've been to a, a Saints game at home, and that thing rocks, man. And this is their first game since first home game since, what, 2019? Mm-hmm. This game is going to be electric, man, in New Orleans. I got them winning 30-20. to 20. Yeah, this is going to be a beatdown. This is their first game in New Orleans since 2019. They played their first home game this year against um, Green Bay in Jacksonville. I th- this, this might be another game that has a head coach get fired. Joe Judge might be gone after this game. I'm taking the Saints to win big. Next game, you got the Kansas City Chiefs against the Philadelphia Eagles. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Man, it wouldn't surprise me if Mahomes came in, came in there and threw for 400 yards in this game. They, they got a rebound. Um, they're going to win 38-21. Yep, I'm not going to do my R-E-L-A-X thing because I don't like Aaron Rodgers, but it is time to relax. <laughs> Kansas City goes in and, and beats the hell out of the Philadelphia Eagles. Next game. I know this 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 makes me laugh, man. You got Houston against Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo yeah. is seventeen point favorites. Okay, this is the NFL, man. <laughs> Let's, uh, Houston's bad, but come on, man. This is not the Houston Cougars versus the Buffalo Bills. This is the Houston Texans. The the Bills are gonna win, but they're not covering seventeen points. Come on, man. Yeah. Buffalo wins, but no, they don't cover that 17-point spread. But next game, you got the Baltimore Ravens against the 3-0 Denver Broncos. Baltimore uh, is – yeah, I don't give a damn either. Um, Baltimore is a one-point favorite. Yeah, you know what? I really hope that the Ravens win like 40 to nothing, but it's not going to happen. Um, they're going to win. 23 to 16 they're going to keep it close Denver has some sort of momentum I guess uh they they, you know they beat up on some cupcakes but uh yeah Ravens Ravens win by seven on this one yep I'm taking that score as well I don't 
really care what the score is. Denver's opponents so far are 0-10 with Jacksonville losing on Thursday night football. I'm taking Baltimore win. Next game, you got Pittsburgh Steelers at Green Bay. Interesting fact about this game. It's kind of weird. It's it's kind of crazy. This is the first time that Aaron Rodgers and Big Ben are playing each other since the Super Bowl. They've played each other. Pittsburgh Steelers and Green Bay Packers have played each other twice since. But in 2013, at Lambeau Field, Aaron Rodgers was out because of a broken collarbone. And then 2017 in Pittsburgh, he was also out for a second collarbone injury. So this is the first time they're playing. Call it revenge for Big Ben. Call it what you want. Who you got? Man, this is hard for me to pick, man, because you know what? A lot of people are trashing the Steelers. You know, they're 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 saying Big Ben is washed and all this other stuff. But ah, you know what? Yeah, they're 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 struggling. That offensive line looks really bad. Thirty-one uh, eighteen, Green Bay. Yeah, I don't I don't see how Green Bay doesn't cover that. But I want Green Bay to lose, obviously. Yep. But I don't see them beating. I'm taking the Packers to win that game. All right, so we have a few minutes of extra time. I'm going to attempt to stump Big Mike. Bring it. Name that NFL player. All right, let's go. All right. So in our first episode when we did this, I I almost stumped James. He I had Jeff Garcia. And he 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 got it at the last second. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the the old quarterbacks thing. And um, so now now you got that's one hint. He's a he's a quarterback. Okay. <clears throat> this quarterback had his NFL debut on September nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. This quarterback. Oh, you want to take a guess? No, not yet. I'm not okay. there yet. This quarterback played for three NFL teams, one being the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh. And he made his debut in 1999. Yes, sir. Minnesota Vikings. Oh, man. This is a good one. Um, hmm. You ready for another hint? Yes, yes. This NFL player, quarterback, threw his first touchdown pass to a man by the name of Chad Lewis. Chad Lewis. That name sounds familiar, too, man. Uh, Oh, man, 99. Was he drafted in 99? He was. Oh, man. Minnesota Vikings. I just said he played for the Vikings. He may not have played most of his career there. Did he win the Heisman? Uh, I do not believe so. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to dismiss that one then. Uh, What college did he go to? Is that a hit? All right, so this NFL quarterback, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't give you that hint right now because that's just going to give it away. Okay, I can't do that. Okay. Um, this NFL quarterback 
play or he was a, he's a six-time pro bowler. His okay. number his number is retired by an NFL team. Um actually his the same number is also retired by his college team. Oh man. And he oh. went to five championship games. Five championship games. Okay, let me let me Oh man. Five championship games. Uh, oh man. He went this to This is a good one. He went to one Super Bowl which he lost. He went to one Super Bowl which he lost. Okay. Let me let me think about this. I'm going to go over I'll give you another hint. All three teams he played for were in the NFC. In the so NFC? Now, now you know he went to four NFC championship games. Oh, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. I'm sorry. Five NFC championship games. My bad. Donovan McNabb? There you go. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. dude. That, that one was tough. That one was tough at first. Yeah. I thought I, I, thought I had you with the Minnesota Vikings because he played in Minnesota, but he only started five games with Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, you threw me off a little bit with the Minnesota for sure. You know what? I was thinking like some crazy way out there, like Eric Crouch from Nebraska. You remember that dude? I do. I do. Do you, do you know what college Donovan McNabb went to? Syracuse. Yeah, I knew that would give it away. I knew yeah. that would give it away. Yeah, if, as soon as you said Syracuse, I would have had it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one was tough, man. For sure, that was tough. So Mike wins. Mike beats me. I don't know what I own. Maybe I'll send him an autographed football card or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> that's all we have for tonight. Mike, you got anything to to leave for the people? Go Raiders. 4-0. Hey, you know what? Uh, I was looking up. The Raiders, are, if they do go 4-0, uh, they have never been 5-0 and in their history. And they got the Bears next week. Wow. That's <laughs> really? All yeah. those years that they won the Super Bowls and really? With John Madden yep. and everything? Wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. Well, um, I don't have anything to add. James, we missed you tonight. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode without James. But that's all we have tonight. So for me and Mike, thank you for listening, and we will see you on Tuesday.